pull up on you Then I might swear, aye Double off deuce, deuce, aye That you might work, aye When I pull up on you Then I might swear, aye Double off deuce, deuce, aye That you might work, aye That you might work Welcome back to another episode of the Michelle Matters Podcast. I'm Jocks Michelle. And I'm Jackie Michelle. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Yeah, so this week is going to be a uh, pillow talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's been so much going on. We'll catch you guys up on our next full episode. Um, yeah. But for today, uh, Jackie brought up something that I think is actually a really good topic. Um, and I feel like it's been popping up a lot. Uh, lately, but I guess I'll let you go ahead and kind of catch everybody up or let everybody know what we're talking about. Yeah. So there's been, I mean, obviously since COVID has happened, we've all been home and just reworking and changing up how we do things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this big thing that's been going on as far as in a lot of believers' lives is deconstruction is what people are calling it. Mm-hmm. And people are deconstructing their faith. And um, how would you describe deconstruction? Like, what does that mean to you? What does that mean to me, or what does it mean? Uh, what does it mean? I, I guess, yeah. What does it mean to you? Mm. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? Um. Well, I I feel like if construction means building up something, mm-hmm. then deconstructing. Deconstruction would mean tearing it down. I don't have a Webster in front of me, though. A Webster. I didn't want to. I saw a definition somewhere. But keep going. Don't, don't. Well, don't watch me. I'm looking up something. To, like, tear it down or to to figure out the the parts of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. So what we're seeing, though, with people who have been deconstructing their faith um, a lot of the popular Christians, yeah, because those are the ones that we can actually see and have like an eye on, are you know deciding to actually step away completely from the faith. Okay, so can I go ahead? All right, so can you what? Uh, I was gonna tell you because I saw an article that or I read an article, and the way they describe deconstruction is a popular term that refers to the practice of revisiting and rethinking long-held beliefs, Mm -hmm. specifically in the Christian faith. So that's what they called reconstruction. Reconstruction? Or Or deconstruction, sorry. Um, But yeah, so that's why I... I, Because, yeah, because if construction, like you said, is building up, deconstructing is tearing down, but I guess in the terms of, like, ideology... It would just be, you know, rethinking, like stripping everything down mm-hmm. to like, okay, why is it that we do X, Y, Z? Yeah. Or why do we believe in such and such? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think the the number, or not the number one, but I think the first time that I was seeing something like that, it was on the topic of the Trinity. Okay. Um, And I didn't do a deep dive on it. I just saw like certain, you know, Instagram lives come up where people were, like, talking about it. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm not mad at that stuff because I feel like everyone should be asking these questions. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to believe in something, you should go ahead and do whatever it takes to find out, you know, the truth. Yeah. 
Um, I think, though, when it comes to deconstructing is, I don't know that, I don't know what people are searching for. I don't know if they're searching for their own truth mm-hmm. and principles or, you know, whatever sinful desires, you know, or even if whatever, um, or if they're looking for truth, the truth. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, that's where I kind of have an issue. Yeah. So that, that actually came up in, um, Recently, it was a popular Christian poet um, slash singer Singer. um, where he, you know, came out this week or it depends on when you hear this. But recently he came out with a statement where he said that he doesn't he's no longer a Christian. Mm -hmm. And and he did a whole podcast, which is very long and dramatic, where he talks about... um, uh, like when he was trying to figure out, you know, what he believes in, he had to stop. Like he would work in a way originally where like, okay, um, whatever, like uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is like to him is okay. I know, or I want to believe that Christ rose again on the third day and I'm going to do research to back up that assumption. Mm. Right. Versus just trying to figure out in general. Yeah. Did Christ, you know, rise after three days? Um, Did he die at all? Did he die at all? Yeah. So he already had an answer. Yeah. And and that's not the example he gave, but I'm just giving an example of like what he meant by not. Like working backwards. Yeah. Like not working to support a presupposed idea, but looking for an answer altogether. Yeah. Um, not coming in with any, I guess, like preconceived notions or or early thoughts on something. Because I think, especially as Christians, that a lot of times that's what we do mm-hmm. um, because we, we're kind of given a set of guidelines and, and answers and, and we will just usually know the supporting information. Like I remember as a kid, one of the books that I read early on that really like kind of shaped the way I thought was um, The Case for Faith. Mm-hmm. And the case for Christ, those Lee Strobel books, um, where he he has a or he answers a lot of questions, um, but I feel like if you don't really learn the how how we get to a lot of these answers, um, then you may not like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I had a point, but I don't remember where I was going with it. I You're saying if if we, like, you may not, you may not know how to like search for it. Yeah, you, you may not know how to, how to, uh, how to how to reconstruct, I guess, or how to find some of these answers. Mm. Um, because the the other option is to, you don't like coming into it knowing you don't want to believe something, right? So you'll only search for like those articles that yeah. go against it or whatever versus trying to be as unbiased as possible. Yeah. In what you're looking up. Yeah. Um has there have you ever deconstructed anything within the faith? Um 
which I'm sure is a yes, but yeah. So I'm just trying to think like most recently, right? There are a couple things that I felt like I really, um, I don't want to say wrestle with, but I, I've just like, okay, I really tried to sit down and come up with like, okay, why, why is it that we do X, Y, Z? Um, and I think one of the more recent ones that I've kind of looked at is just like women's role in church. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that we spoke about a lot during COVID. Um, yeah. Because I'll be honest, like growing up, I just, I never really put thought into what women's roles were in church. And it wasn't until one day we had a meeting about something and someone mentioned like, you know, about women pastors. And I never thought about it like explicitly that women can't be pastors. Yeah, I just know that it was just not something I saw as often or it's not something that I ever went to a church that had it. Um, but then I had to like go in and like really like look at it like, no, there are passages, but then it's the interpretation of those passages and like mm-hmm. really trying to like get under what the real root of <laughs> of that situation is, right? Like, why is it that we, you know, limit certain things for women and how we limit certain things for women? Um, but yeah, I think that's one of the more recent ones. And even for me, like, not even like doctrinally, but just like traditionally, right? Like the way that we do church. I think because for a long time I went to a church that is very traditional um, and... I just always assumed that there was, not assumed, but like, I leaned towards a church is this one way. Right. And, you know, there's just this one style of preaching or, and I was very closed off um, to a lot of things. But I think one of the things during the pandemic is I was able to like virtually visit a lot of different churches and see a lot of different things. And we even visited different churches. And I think it really like, Oh no, you don't have to and and certain things like people didn't say like I wouldn't say I was ever in a strong legalist yeah. environment, but you know, you wasn't coming to church in uh just dressed down, I guess, casual, yeah. super casual, or even just like the way people interact during the service. Right. Where you can uh respond to the pastor or yeah. uh you know, it just there were different styles of worship that, um, and and ways to do church, um, that now I had to like really rethink. Like, why is it that it's only been done this way where I've been? Or, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So that's kind of yeah. That's kinda, yeah. That was a big one for me. Um, I think, of course, as a woman, like I don't think that I've deconstructed modesty. Mm-hmm. Um, or is that what people use modesty? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or purity culture, mm-hmm. just because it hasn't had like a big effect on my life. Like I've never been in spaces where it was, you know, I was looked down upon for wearing skinny jeans or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do know people who have had things mentioned to them. So like I remember growing up, had a friend um she was 
she matured a little faster than most of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I remember somebody pulled her to the side. Well, it was like a group of a group of girls and like was like, you know, you guys kind of need to be careful what you wear at church because you might have a deacon stare at you a certain way or something like that. And it's just like, why are you talking to these mm-hmm. middle school children whose parents let them walk out the house like this instead of talking to the men? whoever deacon you think about like (laughs) that's you know what i'm saying and then of course there are other women who like everybody has their own style of dress so if i was the type that would always come in like a bodycon dress or something like that and somebody always has something to say about my shape or about my dress like that would be annoying (laughs) and then i would I would probably have to deconstruct modesty in my brain. Like, why is this not modest to them mm-hmm. and modest to me? Like, so what is modesty? Like, let's do a deep dive. Yeah, and yeah. I think, and and one of the, the and it's maybe societal, right? And that may need to be deconstructed is why is the... Why is the criticism towards the the young woman versus the the older, more mature man yeah. who should be able to work through maybe some of his uh, his sinful desires? Right. Um, and I think it's yeah. Does it's just, collarbone turn you on? Yeah. Is that <laughs> am I showing too much? <laughs> let's break let's break that down. What what about a collarbone does it for you? You know what I mean? Like Because for some people too, like and I love an off shoulder top from time to time. Some people would not think that that's modest. Yeah. Like some people would think like you just you doing too much. Um Yeah, and I mean there's just so many different routes for like modesty in women. Um I do remember one time I was in a small group space, which was very different from, like, any church that I'd ever been. Is it the one I went to? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but, I think I went to one, and that was it. I was good. But it, I feel like it was just this one particular person. So she was, you know, she would always have, like, her baggy boyfriend Jean on and, like, you know, like a giveaway type T-shirt on, okay. like it wasn't, you know, and yeah. that's cool. That's her style. Like everybody dresses how they want. Um, like fro out, but maybe not too much conditioner in the fro type okay. thing. Like not a lot of products. So very like just minimal, minimal. Yeah. And I remember I would go to this small group like after church. I mean, after church, after, after work, and. I work in fashion, so sometimes I would just play with makeup or whatever. And that day, I think I was wearing, like, a bright lipstick. And she was like, oh, like, (laughs) it was, like, some type of comment, like, oh, why are you, you know, trying to get attention or you trying to get a man out here or something like that because of my lipstick. And it's just like, first of all, (laughs) I always wear lipstick. I mean. And also, I'm not checking for nobody here, like. But even if, yeah, maybe. What are you talking about? Is it wrong to attract attention? Um, 
I don't know. I think it's how you attracted to yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if it's wrong, I don't but think it's wrong to that's not what attention. I was doing. I get so. it. But it's just one of those things where it's like, mm, yeah. Like, what what are we mad at? Yeah. So for me, I've never, I, I haven't gotten a lot of those. Like, people have never, yeah. you know, like, came at you. Yeah, that was kind of like the only time. So. You know, I looked to my I looked at my friend and we just kinda laughed it off. And then I was just like, Girl, I always wear lipstick. And that's all I said to her. Yeah. But if I had heard things like that about my parents since, you know, being young, I would have probably had some issues that I'd have to, you know, deconstruct, quote unquote. Yeah. So I, I did want to take a step back, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things about deconstruction that we kind of spoke about just how you do it. And I think um, I think that's something maybe churches maybe or should look into, right? Where maybe we should help people understand how to deconstruct and reconstruct their faith, right? Mm-hmm. Versus just being critical. Because I think a lot of times people are just critical of... Um, when when they hear people who maybe have some of these doubts or have some of these questions um, where we... So, okay. So, like, one of the things that's come up during COVID, a lot of churches have complained that people aren't coming back to church uh, and that it's, you know, because of COVID. And some people may say that it wasn't COVID. It was the church and they're not coming back because... Maybe they've had time to ponder and think about a lot of things and they're just not happy with their church experience at this point, right? And, okay, maybe I think as a church we should lean into that. Um, what are some of these doubts? What are some of these concerns? And, and how do we, how do we, how can we be more open? Uh, because I think a lot of people don't know how to research, how to maybe yeah. build these things back up. It's one of my favorite things about COVID too, or the it's more so the vaccine, right? These people say, "Oh, you know, I got, I just got to do a little more research." <laughs> I'm just like, have you ever researched anything in your life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, have you ever been on LexisNexis? Like, uh, because if your research is just uh, Facebook posts from other, right? Um, non-qualified people, then are you really doing more research or are you just trying to find more things to support your narrative or or your thought process? Yeah. It's funny because when you were talking about, uh, you were saying something earlier, I actually was thinking about the vaccine. Um, You were talking about research, I think, earlier. And... Or that, or how people would kind of get to their conclusions yes. and where they would. Look. You just look up. You just find articles that right that sway you one way or the other. Mm. And yes, I did. I'm fully juiced. I'm I'm <laughs> vaccinated. Um, if you're listening now, if you've heard past episodes, you know that I was on the fence and had to do my quote unquote research. research. But when I did do my research, based on whatever was available, um. I like looked into like what doctors were saying. I looked into yes. what scientists were saying. You know, I watched a lot of YouTube videos on like how this vaccine enters your body and like where it goes and what it does and 
how it goes out and stuff like that. Um, and of course, there's still like more testing and stuff. Like there's there's only a limited amount of research you could do right now. Um, but it's like I didn't. I mean, I also looked at like what people had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it just kind of sounded crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, I would I would do that. Like look into different. You know, just like you're not only going to watch Fox, you're also going to watch, you know, ABC or whatever. Um, if you're into the news or whatever. Yeah. If you're an unbiased person trying to get the answers to what's going on, you should be well-rounded. Yeah. And search in different places. Yeah. Because I, I one of the things that we saw is this is starting to become... Uh, I get you could call it an issue if you're if you're the church I would see it as a uh, a threat a um, threat yeah so you know in in marketing you or in business <laughs> school you learn about SWOT analysis strength weaknesses opportunities and threats um you can consider as a church reconstruction might be a threat because a lot of people are quote unquote reconstructing yeah. or deconstructing but you know are they even? What are they doing? Are they doing it properly? Are right. are they being persuaded by, um, you know, the internet, Facebook, and social media, um, rather than the church? Uh, so yeah, there there may be. I feel like it's more of an opportunity. But it it could be both, right? It's just when you put it on your when you create your your SWOT analysis, um, yeah, it could it could land originally as a threat. But then you could also see that as an opportunity, correct? Like, yeah. but it's just taking the time to embrace it. I feel like um, a lot of times we may dismiss those things as just, you know, it's people being led astray. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think we can go on the offensive. I think we can we can see this as an opportunity, and maybe we need to do more, you know. Uh, like almost like apologetic classes where you understand why you believe what you believe and how to defend that. Um, or even how, how do we come up to those answers? Not even how to yeah. defend it, right? Like how do we come up to those those answers and responses? Um, because there there is a lot of information out there. And I think churches should probably be open to hearing a lot of the complaints. And, mm-hmm. and there there may be some validity to a lot of it. Yeah, because I think what we're used to hearing back, um, I mean, uh, you and I have never really been hush (laughs) when it comes to like, we should be doing this or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, but I think what a lot of churches say or, or a lot of the response is just like, oh, well, you're, you're just not putting in, you're trying to get out of trying to get something out of the church but you're not putting in anything mm-hmm. or you know the finger is always pointed outwards yes. right and it, i get that a part no of it you should look you should look you know do the internal mm-hmm. work for sure but um like okay so when when i was going through my process of like I've never really deconstructed the faith that that's not, I mean, I've always done like, okay, 
why do I believe this or whatever? But it's been things within the faith mm-hmm. that I've deconstructed. Um, so for me, when I was going through my, okay, well, why do I do church like this? Or why do we do church like this? And then I had my findings or whatever. And that's when it, it was like, huh, let me go, let me talk to others, like, to see if I'm not crazy. Mm. Let me talk to my husband, you know, whatever. And then once you find that, then it's like, okay, what can I do from this point forward? Is there anything that I can do? Once you realize, like, okay, I can't be the only one trying to change. Yeah. Then that's when... You got to do things differently. You got to go. How How is church done in the Bible? Let's start that. You know, let's use that as a reference. Mm-hmm. Um, not even just like, what are other churches doing? That's cool, but they could be doing it wrong. So, I don't know. Like, even like, how am I doing submission? Is that correct? How is my husband doing headship? Is that correct? Because there's... I think the main part of headship would be obviously to, you know, for everything to be pointed towards Christ, to be more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can venture to say that most households, that's not what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like Everybody is not reading their Bible daily. Everybody is not like seeking the Lord for answers. Not even sacrificing. Right. And so let's scrap all that. Let's pretend we don't know the answer and then let's go to the source if this is what we believe and then build from there. Yeah. Reconstruct, as you were saying. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think for me, in all of the reconstruction that I've done in these various areas, I have mainly found freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Like, I have not reached an answer where it was like, oh, like, I don't fit in this space at all. Like, there's no way I can believe this. Just like in anything else in life, if I feel like I'm not supposed to be in this space, I'm not going to be. Um, And that would bring true if if it was the church or, you know, Christianity. But even in anything that I dig up, even submission, for example, it's like there's freedom in that. I know that sounds crazy, but there is freedom if it's done correctly. And that's the problem. Like a headship most of the time is not done correctly. Submission is not done correctly. Church is not done correctly. And that's when it's like... Dang, I have all of these concerns. I'm bringing my concerns. Or some people just don't bring their concerns at all and then just decide to leave. But if you're bringing your concerns and then things, you still are left to look like you're insane, that's when it's like, okay, yeah, I got to (laughs) go. Yeah, and and I think that's, that's what I meant when I was saying we should, this can be an opportunity, right? Like we have to lean in. That could be anything from creating spaces where people feel comfortable to kind of bring up Ask the question. Some of these, yeah, some of these concerns. Yeah. Um, because I think this is something that is going on 
it's nationwide. Nothing, not even specific to just Christianity. Like when you talk about taking down statues or renaming places, like for a long time, the establishment has been above question and reproach. Mm-hmm. But now people are no, no. Why? Why do I need to go to a school named after a slaveholder? Right? Like, yeah. why do I need to believe in a faith that doesn't believe in social justice? Or mm. it's just people. They're not afraid to to question, and maybe they're not bringing it up to the leaders of their church because, you know, they may not feel comfortable. But they're having these, they're answering these questions at home. They're yeah. they're bringing this up with their friends. They're looking it up on YouTube. Um, and I think, as an organization, as a, a, a like religion as a whole, this needs to be addressed. Like I think. Um, like I said, I think we need to lean into it. We need to have these discussions um, and have these space, safe spaces, but also not be stubborn or rigid and not always point outwards. No, maybe some things do need to change. Yeah. Um, and maybe the the establishment needs to deconstruct and reconstruct as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's not always a bad thing. Um, I think we've seen it been positive in a lot of places. Like, yeah, I think the Washington football team should have changed that name a long time ago. And they're not going to lose a dollar from changing the name. That was always the fear. Like, oh, you know, it's going to be so expensive. And yeah, mm-hmm. but now you get to sell a whole bunch of new merch. Right. And and you also can uh, not offend a whole group of people at the same time. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. So what are some closing thoughts here? Like... Obviously, use this as an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, too, I mean, if, if we're going to go back to the singer that you brought up, he mentioned, because I remember like watching some of his YouTube videos, and like, he mentioned a lot of those YouTube videos were a part of that process, mm-hmm. like him trying to, you know, find answers for for his faith. Um, but I forgot what point I was trying to make. Wow. This is what happens when we record late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I think... I don't know what I was going to say. Wow. Before. Okay, so... <laughs> for... I just remember wanting to bring him back up because you mentioned something. That made me think of him doing those Bible studies. Mm-hmm. The struggle. Yeah. Anyway. So I guess Sorry, from, <laughs> uh, from my closing thoughts, like I said, I think we should lean in. Um, and I think as a society, we shouldn't be afraid to kind of bring these things up. Um, don't just, I don't know, quote unquote, like suffer in silence. Mm. Um, there may be people around you who've had a lot of these questions too. Or they've wrestled with these things. We're not alone. Um, let's figure them out together. I, I don't. I don't. Especially considering, like I said, a lot of us don't even know how to research properly. Yeah. Um. And and if we go with just what the group think is on social media, or um, you know, just. Or if you just go with whatever your pastor is saying. Yeah, I, I think. That, I think that people have broken away from the faith just on that. Like, oh, my pastor said, you know, can't wear pants. Then 
that's not something I want to be a part of. But where is that? Where did you find that? Yeah. And <laughs> and like I said, have those conversations. I yeah. think that's something maybe he's wrong. Yeah. Um, And maybe, you know, he's just believed this or has been told this his whole life too. Right. Um, Like, I, I, I'm not, I don't expect anyone to be perfect. I don't expect any institution to be, you know, infallible. But like, no, nah, let's, let's go through this. Um, and if we could come to a conclusion together, I think we're better for it. May we lose some people? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it's better to lose them in an effort to try to gain truth. Let's lose them for, for the truth versus uh, them coming up to their own conclusions or uh, us just believing, you know, living in our own little bubble yeah. and thinking everything that we do has been okay and can't change or get better. So Yeah. Oh, this was the point. There we go. That even though <laughs> that even though he found answers his way, mm-hmm. um, like don't just kind of hop on the bandwagon mm-hmm. type thing. Um, figure that out for yourself. Because I think another thing that maybe that's not something that I've had to deconstruct, but I've seen this theme where people are like, well, that's, you know, that's my conviction or something mm-hmm. like that. Like they'll say like, yeah, but I just, I just know that that's something that I'm not supposed to do. But where it kind of merges with your life and you know that that's not maybe biblical or whatever. I'll just, I'll just say an example. So I have someone very close to me who she's just like, I'm not listening to, to secular music okay. like that's my conviction yeah um whatever and then it came you know that's cool i'm i'm glad for you like i know like when you was out here like that was that was what got you out here yeah. so you're just not gonna do that but then when it comes to like when we were planning our wedding and they were like are you gonna play secular music at your wedding and it was like yeah girl i am mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, you know, but when it comes into like, well, that's not necessarily what, (laughs) that's not my conviction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like if Before I Let Go comes on, and I don't listen to nothing wild, Mm -hmm. um, but technically that is secular music. Yeah. So if that comes on, you know, is that going to be a problem? Um, so it's just like breaking down even like those things. Like I get it. There are verses where it's like, you know, well, don't cause somebody else to sin. Yeah. But then, you know, let's break down what's a sin. No, it's just, it's <laughs> different for everyone, right? And yeah. it's understanding. Yeah, maybe you don't need to stay for the whole reception mm-hmm. if you're that person. Um, versus like trying to guilt someone for. Listen to the secular music uh, yeah. at their wedding. Yeah. Um, or maybe if, if that's we meet the struggle up. For maybe you. we don't drive in the same car and listen to my playlist. Let's just meet up where we need to go. Yeah, that's different. But you know yeah, what I'm yeah, Stuff I like think that. it's it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I need to hold everyone to my same standard. If my standard is maybe a little different or higher or. Yeah, you know, like if I was vegan, like would I not hang out with non-vegan people? Or <laughs> no, nah, you got to learn how to coexist yeah. with people. Um, 
your own personal convictions shouldn't like uh like separate you in that way. Yeah. I don't know how we got there. I don't know. Um but yeah, so <laughs> Jackie's tired. Figure out <laughs> I'm gonna wrap this up for No her. no no. I was just <laughs> gonna say at the end, I think there is freedom in the ultimate truth. Mm-hmm. And so I think as long as you're trying to get there, that is what reconstruction is. It's still within the faith. Mm-hmm. Um so to deconstruct and then leave the faith, that's just, you know, you're just tearing it down. And then that's it. It's not a reconstruction. It's just. Or maybe that was the conclusion of their reconstruction, though. Of that their they deconstruction. Don't. Yeah. And no, when they reconstructed, the conclusion was, I don't believe this anymore. Yeah. So it, it could be that. Um, I I think we should just. I guess it's individual individuals. We shouldn't be afraid of it. I don't think it's a, a taboo word. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think it's uh, ultimately the threat to end um, Christianity today. Um, yeah. But it's here. It's real. It's real. Yeah. Um, and when done, I think, I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. It, I think it ultimately makes this thing better. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm here for it. I think you will lose some people in the process, but that's the opportunity, I think, is to... You can also save some people in the process. You can gain some people in the process. Um, Because ultimately, the Bible does have answers for a lot of these questions. Um, It's making that known to people. And I think maybe we haven't done as good of a job of that Mm -hmm. um, historically as a church. Yeah. but That's good. It's good. We can end. Yes. All right. Uh, another episode in the books. Bye, guys. See you. When I pull up on you, then I might swear, aye. Double long deuce, deuce, aye. That you might work, aye. When I pull up on you, then I might swear, aye. Double long deuce, deuce, aye. That you might work, aye. That you might work. That you might work.